Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Hardwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real. Villain Road Terrell from Virginia here at your service. And uh, get the brooms, everybody. Get the, I need to get a some type of sweeping drop for when this happens. Something that people will remember and they'll know when I play this, we swept the board. Because we had a good old-fashioned sweep yesterday. Thank you very much to the Atlanta Hawks. For one, cashing the Hawks plus two and a half ticket. I'm never gonna let that go. I really wrote that ticket off. Like I, I had, I did not think the Hawks were gonna. <laughs> I was just like, eh, well, Boston probably could fold in Game Five, but they probably locked this up with the Hawks making it close. Nope. No way. I get the Hawks plus two and a half, and so the series is over. Boston wins and covers. I thought they would. Uh, even though the game didn't go how I thought, they almost really, they really, really almost lost the game, if we want to be honest. So some things to think about for the next series, but we get it done. Trey Young over 27 and a half points. He had 25 and a half, which kind of makes the back end of our ladder feel like a bad beat because he had 25 and a half, but then he goes and he scores five points in the second half i think he was like some one for 12 one for 13 from the field in the second half like man if you a couple of more of those shots go and we cash the big money 35 plus as well but it's fine we cash the original prop 27 and a half that's the one we really care about and then we get the plus money of plus 110 on the 30 plus points as well and okongwu my guy came through in a big way. He finishes with nine boards. We cashed the over five and a half at plus money for him. That, that was at plus 115. So very, very good, profitable day. Didn't have a bunch of plays going, but we made a bunch of cash. So I'm always for that. All right. Let's talk about today. And we have two. We have another pair of game sixes today. I have a lot of thoughts. I'm probably going to be locking these bets in as I'm recording because I'm very, very conflicted. So let's start with the first game. Sacramento Kings going to play the Golden State Warriors. Warriors lead the series 3-2. Golden State is a 7.5 point favorite. 236.5 is the total. Injury report is basically, I mean, there's there's nothing that's stopping anybody from playing on either side. Patrick Baldwin Jr. is doubtful, but he wasn't playing meaningful minutes, so. Huh. So, my gut tells me the Kings keep this close. My future prays that the Kings actually win the game. But what I think happens here is I think this is another one of those spots where both of these two teams kind of just put everything out there. Golden State doesn't want to go on another game seven on the road. Like you just won one road game. Well, what are the odds that you're winning two? Golden State has to close out here. 
But Sacramento knows that this is an elimination game and they know that their season could be over after tonight. And a very good road team in their own right, they could really show up in this spot. Uh, I think the experience factor is just like kind of getting me away from thinking Sacramento money line. And my co-host in the NBA Gambling Podcast, he kind of did get me thinking, will Sacramento pack it in? I don't think Sacramento will pack it in if they go down early. They've battled back in this series plenty of times. You know, they've had a couple of good third quarters that really have helped them pull games in close. But, ooh. So... This is how I'm going to do it. And this is a hedge, but not a hedge. Because I'm not really hedging. But I feel like if this bet doesn't hit, Sacramento probably won the game. So, we're going to look at a player prop. And we're going to one guy who has not gotten any of the criticism that he should have gotten this entire playoffs. And it's just because other people have stolen the shine. And that is one Kevin Herter. I'm trying to figure out how I want to play the bet. But Kevin Herter has been absolutely terrible in this series. Like he's been bad. He's been really, really bad. And let me just run through his numbers real quick of what he's done in five games. So in five games, Kevin Herter has six points in game one, 15, 13, two, nine. His three-point numbers in those five games, 0 for 5 from 3, 2 for 9 from 3, 1 for 6 from 3, 0 for 1, 1 for 4. Shooting percentages overall, 3 for 12, 25%, four for, 6 for 14, 42.9%, 6 for 12, 50%, 1 for 4, 25%, 4 for 10, 40%. He's been really, really bad. His minutes have gone down in every single game because he's borderline unplayable at this point. He's not giving you little to anything. on. He's giving you little to anything on the offensive end, and he's not giving you anything on defensive end. 31 minutes, 30 minutes, 29 minutes, 20 minutes, 16 minutes. That is in the order of the games being played. His minutes have gone down every single game, and now he's down to 16. If Kevin Herter does not give them anything, I'm not saying that they're unable to win the game because they've clearly done it before. They've won two games up to this point with Kevin Herter giving them nothing. But if he gives them something... There's a possibility that it was enough to pull them over the top and get them a win. And that would be really good for my plus one and a half bet. But as of right now, I think Kevin Hurd is unplayable. He he can't I would much rather have Malik Monk who can't defend on the court because at least he can create his own shot. And he can put points on the board and he can alleviate and take pressure off of De'Aaron Fox. Kevin Hurd is just standing out there getting cardio at this point. So how do I want to play this? 
we have two options. We have under his one and a half threes, where, where I just told you is he's only hit this mark once in the five games where he was two for nine. And that is plus 130. Whereas you have his under 10 and a half points, which is at minus 105 now. It was at plus money. It's at minus 105 now. So it looks like people are betting that and starting to bring that number down. I think I'm going to take 10 and a half points. Because if he gets lucky and hits two threes, he can still miss this bet. But... I mean, is he is he going to get any more shot attempts? Is this going to be like game four where he only takes four shot attempts? I'm not even – I mean, come on. That's that's the perfect scenario for me. I got to fade Kevin Herter, man. I got to fade Kevin Herter. So it's not a hedge, but I feel good. If Kevin Herter gets over this prop and has a good game, more than likely, I think I should be pretty straight on the Kings winning and we get in the Kings plus one and a half. I could win both. I'm expecting to win both. I wouldn't give out the bet if I didn't think I could win. So I'm expecting to win both. But something good could come up the night and maybe we can get that on Kevin Herter's under. So Kevin Herter under 10 and a half points minus 105. That is bet number one. Now, I do like the over for this game. I don't know if I'm there on betting it yet. It is climbing. It opened up at 240, 234.5. It's up to 236. But Golden State has been really good defensively at home, uh, been able to smother the Kings. They've let up a bunch of points one time, but they, they've been better, and this could be one of those closeout games where they just kind of get up defensively and the Kings don't add to the total. I think Golden State scores regardless, though. I think if the Kings are in this game, the King is because the Kings kept up with Golden State. I think Golden State scores regardless. I don't think that this ends with Golden State not hitting their points prop. Unless they just call the dogs off. But why would you call the dogs off in a closeout game to avoid having to go back on the road? Like uh, I, I kind of trust at this point, I kind of trust the you know the mentality of the Warriors here to come and perform and get it done. Their team total is at 112 and a half. I feel like I'm stealing a little bit. Oh, wait, no, I lied. That is the wrong game. I'm sorry. I knew that sounded off. I'm definitely in the Lakers game on the app. I was like, that. I feel like I'm stealing there. There we go. That sounds better. 121 and a half. I don't feel like I'm stealing there, but I think it's still a very good line. I think it's still a very good line. In game five, Golden State scored 123. In game four, Golden State scored 126. Game three, it was 114. They didn't have to score because they locked down the Kings on defense. 114. I mean, 106 in that loss in game two and 123 in that loss in game one. They've gotten over this number in three of the five games this series. I still think the Kings have issues defensively, man. I really do. Let's go with Golden State team total over 121 and a half minus 115. That's our second bet of the day.
All right. Let's go over to the next game. That's really all I got. Game six, Clay. You know, game six, Clay. I don't kind of want to. I, I don't. Mm, I don't think I want to bet on it, but game six, Clay. I wouldn't be surprised if Clay goes off. Looney's been crazy on the boards. I wouldn't be surprised there either. Maybe we do a. Maybe we do a little a little parlay at the end, and we do a little same game plus parlay. I could I could get down with that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll we'll add we'll add Looney and Clay in in a parlay later. Cause I got a couple of plays in this Lakers Grizzlies game that I like that I could parlay with them and we could have something nice going. So we'll do that. We'll say that parlay for the end. All right. We have the Los Angeles Lakers welcoming the Memphis Grizzlies for game six. Lakers up three games to two, minus four and a half for the Lakers. 220 and a half is the total. That total's come up actually. Pretty same deal on the injury report. Expect everybody to play, but Luke Kennard is questionable for the Memphis Grizzlies. That is big. He has a shoulder stinger, I believe it is. That is really, really big because he's the sixth man coming off the bench for them. And whether he has contributed or not, he spaces the floor and you got to respect them. Whereas Dylan Brooks, if he's getting more minutes, he is the opposite of spacing the floor. They're giving him any space, all the space he wants. Matter of fact, Dylan Brooks should like honestly and truly Dylan Brooks should really, really, really be sat down in the film room and just watch Tony Allen film all day. That's it. Just watch what Tony Allen does with the ball in his hands and how fast he passes the ball off to somebody else. <laughs> like just give the ball up to somebody else that that is tony allen film is what dylan brooks should be studying so i have a couple of plays that i like in this one uh first play is going to be going back to we cashed it the other day we took a day off from it we took a game off so we cashed in game four Took a game off in game five and was smart because he didn't have any blocks or re or steals. Jaron Vanderbilt over one and a half blocks and steals plus 125. And so you go back and look at what Vanderbilt's done and let's pull it up so I can tell you what Vanderbilt's done in the series because he's cashed this prop in three of the five games. Game one, he did not have a steal or a block in game one. Game two, one block, two steals. Game three, three blocks, two steals. Game four, three blocks, no steals. Game five, zero blocks, zero steals. So three or five, he's gotten, he, he can have a block party. And I think that with the amount of attempts that I expect for Memphis to put up in this game, that increases his probability of being able to get a block through there because I think that he's going to be catching Ja on, uh, you know, a switch. He's going to be switched on Ja multiple times, and he'll have opportunities to, you know, keep up with Ja. And he's a very good defender. Like I don't think Ja's going to easily just blow past him. Now, Ja, you know, I would take Ja's offense over Vanderbilt's defense any day of the week, but I think he's going to get a block. And off of plenty of players, I think he's going to get a block, even in limited minutes. Like he. He hasn't played a lot of minutes in this series, 23, 22, 21, 29, 18. Like his minutes have steadily gone down, but he's still performing on the defensive end. And that's what they got him for. That's what they brought him in for, that toughness, that hustle, that type of guy. Give me Vanderbilt over one and a half blocks of steals, plus 125. That is my third play of the day. I 
Hmm. Do I want to push my luck for another under? I am borderline there on the D'Angelo Russell under 15 and a half. I am almost there because he has not been shooting the ball well in this series at all, but he's been getting the attempts. And while I do think that in a closeout game, his attempts are going to go down because they're going to go to, you know, dance with the one that brought you, LeBron, AD, Austin Reeves, Hachimara. Like, I think they're going to go to those guys more. D'Lo could still put up double-digit attempts and sneak his way into 16 points. So I really, really want to go with D'Lo under. I'm really borderline there. And maybe it's me saying that I'm almost there. That's the push for you to actually bet it and win. But I'm almost there. I'm not doing it. I'm not adding it to the card. I'm keeping it those three plays. We have uh, three props. Three three props. Wait, is that three props? No. Yeah, well, that's a prop, but it's a team prop. So we have Kevin Herter under 10.5 points. We have Golden State over 21.5 points, team total. And we have Jaron Vanderbilt over 1.5 steals and blocks. Let's do the parlay. So, for the parlay, let's throw in Clay to have a good game. How do I want to play Clay, though? Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Let's do Clay four threes. And. 20 points. I mean, that's a very conservative game six clay. Like, I think that's at the, the bare minimum. All right. And Looney's been a monster on the boards, man. I don't like the hook on the 12 and a half. So let's just go 12 boards for Looney. All right. We're, kick, we're cooking somewhere. Let's go back. I think, oh, no. Yes, I have another play that I want to add. I forgot. No way am I. We're adding a jaw ladder. Yes, we're definitely doing a jaw Morant ladder today. I think he's going to have a phenomenal day here in a closeout game against the Lakers. Where Well, not a closeout, but in an elimination game against the Lakers where he did not get that opportunity last year against Golden State. Like he had to sit on the bench and watch them get bounced out the playoffs. Jaws had a phenomenal series. He's been playing really, really well. Like I said, I think that Vanderbilt is good defensively, but Jaws still can move past him. He's been able to get to the rim. He's been shooting a lot more and been very efficient from his shots as well. Jaws' points total is at 27 and a half at minus 122. Let's ladder that up to 30 uh, for plus 130 and 35 for plus 370. Absolutely. All over... And oh, I even see a 40 for plus 950. I'm gonna take I'm gonna put a little on the 42. I, I think Ja has a really good day. So I'm laddering I'm laddering Ja all the way up. I would not be surprised if he, you know, just filled up the stat sheet today. So yeah, I almost forgot about that. I really did almost forget about that. All right. Let's see here. Back to this parlay. So with that being said. I'm going to take Ja. Should I get greedy? I'm going to just take his baseline points prop. 
I was going to do the 25 just to play it safe, but I'm going to take his baseline points prop, man. I really want to go Russell here under 120. It's a parlay. I should. I should. I really want to go Russell under here, man. Oh, if y'all thought, if y'all wondering who I like for the game, I'm I'm Memphis plus four and a half. I really went back and forth on that game for a while on what I like. And ultimately, I'm still there. Memphis plus four and a half. Uh, LeBron's been really, really good on the boards, man. But that feels like a, I feel like it's a zig when you zag type thing. Hmm. Bain or Jackson for this parlay? I'm waiting for Bain to have a better day from three. Is this the day? It's a closeout game. And Ja can open things up for him a lot if he goes crazy. Or do we just say Ja does it all and does and gets the assist there too? That's a seven and a half though. It's a little and for minus one forty, it's a little rich. But Desmond Bain. He can he can open things up for Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain might get it going from three today. All right, let's do that. Or is it Triple J from the corner? What has Triple J done from three this series? Let's see. Because he's he's had a few corner threes. He's been training. Two for four, one for three, one for three, over four, two for five. Hmm. What's his points prop? 18 and a half. I do think it's an over game. All right, let's go triple J points. I'll go with that. Do I end the parlay here? Yeah. Mm, I kind of want to get the 10 to 1 range. I'm not going to lie. It's at plus 822 right now. No, let's not be greedy. Okay. I kind of wanted it to be 10 to 1, but that's close enough. We'll leave it there because I feel good about these plays. So we're going to go with Clay. Game says Clay. 20 points, four threes. That's very, very conservative. You can actually bring that up and you'll probably get to the 10 to 1 that I'm wanting. Uh, Looney, 12 rebounds. Ja over 27 and a half. Sharon Jackson Jr. over 18 and a half. Hmm. Yeah, and LeBron twenty five plus. Duh, it's a come on, it's it's a it's a closeout game. Bron's gonna give us twenty five. Like Bron's not gonna not give us twenty five in a closeout game. So there you go, three picks in each game. Clay four threes. Clay twenty plus points. Looney twelve plus rebounds. And we have John Morant over twenty seven and a half. Jaron Jackson Jr. over eighteen and a half. And LeBron for 25 points. That is 14 to 1. Yeah, let's sprinkle a little on that. All right, everyone. There you go. There's our fun play of the day. So just recapping, you heard the parlay. 14 to 1 like 14 to 1 parlay. We have the Ja Morant. Uh yeah, we have the Ja Morant point. Man, so man, then let me just take. Okay, let's not do the 14 to 1 parlay. Let's just John Moran for 25, just in case. There we go. And that's 10 to 1. Boom. That's it. That's exactly what I was looking for. All right, boom. So parlay is a little is conservative, but we have our straight bets for the regular bets. Okay, so here's the parlay again one more time because I changed it like a million times. Clay Thompson, four plus threes. 
Klay Thompson, 20 plus points. Looney, 12 plus rebounds. Jaron Jackson Jr., over 18 and a half points. LeBron, 25 plus points. Ja, 25 plus points. 10 to 1. There we go. That's the number I was looking for. Exactly. Locking that in. All right. So you have that parlay. We have the job points ladder. We have Kevin Herter under 10 and a half points. We have Jaron Vanderbilt over one and a half steals and blocks. And we have the Golden State Warriors team total over 125 and a half. You guys know what to do. Leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Just go ahead and leave a review right now. Appreciate that. Make sure you follow me at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you follow the pod at HW Culture Pod. We will be back tomorrow, as you know. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. Just going to end it like this. We are.